Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we are talking about the fact that to understand is to forgive. And this is coming out of Proverbs chapter 2, verses 11 through 12. And of course, as always, I'm reading the scripture and I'm telling you kind of what it meant to me, what it made me think of. It's not a direct um, understanding of the text, a direct interpretation of the text. I think you should read this for yourself, understand it for yourself, read some commentary, study, all that good stuff. I'm just reading it and reflecting on it for the podcast. That's what I'm doing. I like to put on the lens of an entrepreneur. So on that note, let's get into it. Proverbs 2, 11 through 12. Here we go. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you, delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech. So the first thing I want to point out is Wisdom leads to good discretion and solid understanding. In the beginning of chapter 2, Proverbs is talking about making your ear attentive to wisdom, inclining your heart to understanding, calling out for insight, raise your voice for understanding, seek it like silver, and search for it as for hidden treasure. So it's talking about seeking wisdom, and then it says how the Lord gives wisdom, and it gives some of the pros of wisdom, and in verses 11 and 12, we're seeing that If you seek wisdom, when it comes into your heart, knowledge will be pleasant to you. That's in verse 10. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you, delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech. So the second thing I want to point out is the fact that not only does it give you good discretion and solid understanding, but it detaches you from people who are evil and have perverted speech, delivering you. So I should use delivering. That's a better word. But I thought detach, deliver. Same thing from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech. And so where has this shown up in my life? I would say for verse 11, when it says understanding will guard you, a time where understanding has guarded me came when I forgave my dad. So I was pretty angry at my dad growing up in my teenage years. And when I graduated high school, went to college, I learned about love, learned about Christ, my heart softened, but it was also the first time I entered the world as a black man. And I started to realize that if I was having some of the tiny, tiny struggles and microaggressions that I was having, and granted, I don't really like to play this card anymore because it makes me feel like a victim and that kind of strips me of my power. But when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, I really started to understand um, why black people struggle, kind of the the thoughts that run through their head, because I was struggling with these thoughts, especially at a predominantly white institution that was kind of putting all that stuff on the forefront, if you know what I mean. So if I was struggling that much, and it was 2020, 2020, 2019, not really 2021, 2019, 2020, 2018, all that good stuff. If I was struggling that much, how much did my dad struggle in the 1960s, in the 1970s, in the 1980s? Like, how much was he struggling when he was my age? Which, if he was born in 59, 20 years, it would have been 79. 1979, 1980. So when I start to put that lens on and start to get that perspective, now I start to understand that, oh, 
not only did he have it harder as a black person, but he also entrepreneurship and social media wasn't as big a thing in the 80s, the 70s, and the 90s. And so he didn't have the opportunity to really learn about financial freedom like I'm learning about. So some of the stuff that I'm clinging to every day for hope, he didn't have and never had the opportunity to have without going extremely out of his way in a manner that is not typical of human beings, if that makes sense. So when I understood him, I was able to forgive him and it almost happened naturally. Like the understanding just softened my heart and through softening my heart, I just wasn't angry anymore. And so I've often asked the question, how do I forgive? How do I forgive? How do I forgive? How do I let go? And I think to forgive or to understand is to forgive. Like I heard that quote the other day on some podcasts I was like listening to or something like that. Regardless, to forgive or to understand is to forgive. And this popped up with my dad and it guarded me because my anger was stopping me from becoming the person I needed to become. And nothing can destroy steel like its own rust. And so my internal conflict was destroying me from the inside and understanding guarded me because it allowed me to let go of some of that, if that makes sense. So another way it showed up in my life is I've kind of always been able to recognize people who are negative slash suck the life out of dreams, goals, and life in general. And I avoid those people or I ask them questions I seek to understand, but, um, Proverbs 2 talks about delivering you from the way of evil and men of perverted speech. Like I never really hung around people that did drugs in high school or went to parties or did any of that stuff. And because of that, um, I felt like wisdom really delivered me from the way of evil. And then perverted speech. I don't really think of cussing when I think of perverted speech. I think of people who are more like, I suck or I can never do this. I can never do that or that's a lot of money and it's not a lot of money or that's too much or I'd rather save here or I'd rather neglect this part of my life for this part of my life. Like when they're speaking um, identity phrases over themselves, like I am phrases that don't line up with the Bible, I view that as perverted speech. When they're saying they can't do something, I view that as perverted speech. And so I have been able to recognize where people have perverted speech societally, like within our social culture, right? And I've been able to avoid it and the paths of darkness according to our social culture. But I think where I want this to show up in my life is cutting out negativity ruthlessly while also seeking to understand. So Alex Hormozzi talked about the fact that he was really, really good at not wasting time on negative people. And I think I wanna be the same way. Like I have a soft spot, soft spot in my heart for people who talk bad about themselves and talk bad about other people because I know they're hurting, but I'm hurting as well. And until I'm in a place where I'm fully healed and I've sought to understand myself so I can forgive myself, it's going to be really hard for me to be around those people and not be influenced. I think I talked about this on another podcast when I was going through Proverbs, but if you're going to be around people like that, you need to go with a community of people who are on solid footing, who have forgiven themselves and who have sought to understand themselves so that they can seek to understand others. So. I want to cut out negativity ruthlessly while also seeking to understand. And this reminds me of 1 Corinthians 13 when it says, Love does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. I don't want to rejoice at the fact that they have perverted speech, that they speak words that are not coherent, not coherent, but they don't line up with the Bible. There we go. 
I don't want to rejoice at that, but I do want to rejoice at the fact that they are showing me a true side of them right now that they feel is true. And so there's who God has called us to be, and then there's who we feel we are. And them speaking such words over their life and the lives of others gives you a clear picture of where they're at in their life right now. And the truth and vulnerability in that moment is something to rejoice over. Because with that truth, with that vulnerability, you can meet them where they are as you read into it and as you ask questions to seek to understand, if that makes sense. So I really love that verse in 1 Corinthians 13 about how to deal with sin. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing. This is love we're talking about. Love does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but it rejoices with the truth. So rejoice with the truth in the situation. Seek to understand the truth and then rejoice at the fact that they have let you into their life in such a way. But do not rejoice at the wrongdoing. Cut it out ruthlessly because there is no room for sin in the life that God has called us to. And we should hold each other accountable to that as much as possible. So how can you apply all of this to your life? Very simple, seek first to understand. It says here, discretion will watch over you, understanding will guard you. I think as you understand situations, as you understand people, you will be guarded because um, not only will you be able to release some negative emotion in you, but you will also be able to interact with people and situations in a more proactive way, giving you that discretion, which will also watch over you. Like if you can make the right choice in any given situation because you understand it, you know, good things will happen to you. Also love people <laughs> and as simple as that sounds i mean in a very specific way where you don't rejoice at their wrongdoing but you rejoice at the truth and vulnerability they are showing you when they do that wrongdoing in front of you which i know is kind of complicated to think about but when people are mean to you they're showing you their pain and when people show you their pain you're not to be mean back to them. You're not to poke it and make it hurt more. You're to seek to understand, love them, make space for them, bear that burden with them. So there we go. That's all we got for the show today. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.